Last week, we took a little bit of break from the spiritual disciplines because I wanted to share about missions and my first post-pandemic mission trip. And that has served you, the audience, really well because I'm hearing so many amazing things and feedback. And so I appreciate you allowing me to take a little bit of of a break with this series. But today we're back to delving into the various spiritual disciplines and we're going to be talking about submission and I don't know if you're like me but sometimes that word even submission creates a feeling in us and I would challenge you to explore that because when we're talking about biblical submission that brings us to a place of spiritual freedom and spiritual growth and the world's version of submission is different than God's version of submission. So I pray that you would stick with me this week. This is a long conversation that we are breaking up into five sections as we've been doing with these spiritual disciplines to hopefully serve you a little bit uh, better in the summer when we have less time. So I'm praying over you this week and I hope that this series blesses you. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. So before we get started, I want to read one of the reviews that is on the uh, Apple Podcast section that just really blessed me. This is a review from Andy and says, Rachel is honest. Rachel gives insights on faith and practical tips on growing closer to God. She values people and values people's stories. She gives hope to women and men everywhere. Thank you so much, Andy, for leaving that review. And hey, would you do me a favor? If you are part of this community, meaning you have listened to a couple of these episodes now and you consider yourself a faithful listener, I know you're out there because I can see it on the algorithm, on the, on the analytics. Would you please go just pause this right now and go leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That does a couple things. Number one, it helps in the analytics of, you know, the podcast land to to bump things up a little bit higher so more people are able to listen. And it also gives a little bit of weight where to, to other people that might be considering listening and thinking, hey, is this worth, you know, the half hour, 45 minutes of my time? People a lot of times will look at the reviews. And also, you know, I don't get paid. I don't have sponsors or anything like that. This is literally a passion project and a labor of love. And it's a way to further the gospel in a world that it just looks radically different than it did a couple of years ago, the way I used to do ministry um, on the street and in person with people. So um, that encouragement is kind of fuel for for keeping us going and and, um, it helps me to know how to better pray for you and all sorts of things. So if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be so appreciative. So today we are 
diving into our next spiritual discipline. We've been in the spiritual discipline series now. We're loosely going through the book Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster, and there's some insights that he has that we're kind of elaborating on. But this week, we're talking about this idea of submission, and submission has always been a hard one for me. Um, I am not a rule follower. If you know me, you know that pretty well. And I will say, in terms of ministry in my life, that has served me pretty well. Um, I am a kid that grew up out of a situation where I should have been a statistic. My, my, my brother was a statistic. There's, you know, lots of issues growing up and I should have been a statistic. And, um, despite that, I have just kind of pushed through in a way that God has used. And, um, I, at 19 with no college education, I started my first company, my first organization. Uh, it was a small private Christian, uh, daycare and preschool. And then I grew that to be two locations. And for our small town, you know, had a pretty significant business going at 19. And it was the first time it had been done outside of like the state running an organization like that. And at 19 years old, you know, there was local laws, there was all sorts of things that all sorts of hoops I had to jump through. And, and I did it. Um, I think later on in my career, some of you may know, um, my first book was called go and it was birthed out of this outreach and children's ministry that we had done and really kind of just went to the places nobody else in our community wanted to go where just a lot of really poverty and just a lot of addictions and all sorts of crime and mess were in some of the local housing areas, but there were kids there. And so, uh, my husband and I, we, we started going and ministering in some of these areas and it ended up that we got threatened by the state to, uh, we had to pull out and instead of just giving up, we brought in, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom and fought for the right to go back into these communities And as part of that, it got picked up on like Family Life Radio and a a bunch of different uh, locations like that. And so what ended up happening was is lots of other communities started calling and emailing and asking, hey, how can I do this in my community? I want to do a similar program. And so that turned into speaking at conferences and things like that. And uh, my first book was birthed in that. So again, um, just not a rule follower. The rules were that, you know, they wanted us to stop going and instead um, God ended up doing something amazing. We ended up having 10 locations in our community instead of just the two we had started with. And then again, later on in my career, um, going into some of the darkest places on the place of the earth or face of the earth, uh, where other people won't go. We started some anti-trafficking, uh, programs, both in the U S and abroad, um, into some really rough places, uh, garbage dumps, just, just mess. Um, And again, I got a book deal the second time for the second time with no, before the book was written with no platform. I, I, uh, stayed away from social media for a really long time, but what God that has shown me is that God has been the one to drive things and has used that little bit of a rebellious spirit in me for his glory. He can redeem all things. So it's not necessarily that this is a bad thing, but for me, that little bit of background is probably enough to let you realize submission is something that I really have had a hard time with uh, for a long time. I think primarily is it's because this one has been really abused in the church. 
other places too, but, but in my background in the church, I've seen it really abused. And so many of us have either fallen into these, some, some of these really unhealthy patterns, or we avoid it altogether. We don't even talk about it. We skip over those verses in the Bible and we just don't even talk about submission. Uh, there's a quote from the Richard Foster book that I want to read that I think sums it up really well. It kind of encapsulates what we're going to get into today. He says, nothing can put people into bondage like religion and nothing in religion has done more to manipulate and destroy people than a deficient teaching on submission. And I think submission is one of those topics that we have to dive into because it's in scripture. It's the lifestyle attitude of the heart that we see Jesus with, but yet our human perspective is so skewed on it. So we're going to spend a little bit of time diving into it today. And I would just want to remind you, despite um, what you might be thinking already right now with submission, all of the disciplines are designed to offer freedom. So this mentality of, oh, submission is just uh, about power and control. That's really not at all what it's about. The, the design of the disciplines are that when we integrate them into our lives, into our spiritual lives, they offer us a different kind of spiritual freedom. And so I don't want you to forget that as we're talking about submission. Father God, as we begin this conversation about submission this week, Lord, help us to recognize anything in us that is maybe rejecting this idea. Um, we know that anytime you are calling us into obedience, that sometimes there's this flesh side of us that resists that, especially if it's something that is going to point us closer to you, that's going to help us to hear your voice more clearly. So Lord, I pray for my friends this week that even right now you would start to prepare their hearts around this idea of submission and help us to remember that your idea of submission is different than the world's idea of submission. So Lord, I pray for myself that I would have clarity around communicating this topic well. I pray for my friends that you would guard their heart and their minds and help them to receive it well. And God, I pray that you would meet us somewhere in the middle, that as we are starting to lean into the things that you've called us to in your word, that you would help us to recognize you in that space and that your peace that surpasses understanding, the kind of peace that we don't understand, it's not like the peace the world gives. Lord God, I invite that peace into these situations. Lord God, I thank you for your presence and for the way that you long to be involved in every aspect of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll talk to you tomorrow, guys. Hey friends, before you go, I just wanted to fill you in on something. I've gotten a lot of questions recently about what's next. People have gone through the She Hears Bible study and they kind of want to have some direction as far as what to do next. Don't worry, I will be writing more studies, but in the meantime, the goal of the She Hears Bible study was to not only help you to learn how to hear Jesus through the example of the six women in the study, but really for you to have a, a set of tools to use that you can apply to other passages of scripture. So what I have available for you on the resources page of my website is a couple different tools to help you do just that. And depending on your budget, there's lots of options. The first option is just a very simple uh, ESV version book of John Bible journal. And so what that is, is on one side, you have the scripture from the, the whole book of John. So on one side, you have the actual scripture verse by verse. And on the other side, you have places to take notes. And so that's a really easy place to continue doing the color method of study. And if you don't have the 
colors that we have designated in the study, those are available. I think they're just a couple bucks in the, in the resources page as well. But you can continue to use that color method throughout, you know, one chapter or a, a couple verses. It's a really easy way to do that. And they're small. You can kind of tuck it into your bag. The second resource is similar, except it's all four gospels like that. And so that, that one is done by Hosanna Revival and they're just beautiful. Um, I love them, just the aesthetic of them. They make me feel really special when I'm working in them. And so that's all four of the Gospels. And that's a little bit more expensive because you're getting the whole set. And then the third option, and there's two different price points depending on what you're looking for, is we have journaling Bibles. And so there's the hardcover that are beautifully painted, and then also the leather bound. And what I love about those is when you open them up inside, you will see space in the margins to continue to write. Some people just have a thing about writing in their Bibles. Not me. My Bibles are all marked up. But if you have a thing about writing in your Bibles, this could be a dedicated journaling Bible where you can do the color method and not worry about getting, you know, your study Bible all messed up. And so I pray that those resources bless you. I started putting those in the shop after people started requesting them. And then I realized that I never really told you guys about them unless you private message me. So in case you're looking for what's next, what's more, this is a really good transition after you finish the She Hears Bible Study. I pray that it blesses you. Have a good week, friends. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call in your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.